Hello and welcome to Knitting Shop Live, the best and only podcast recorded at our local yarn shop in Delco, PA. We're very excited to be with you all today to discuss our topic of the day, which is time travel. So we highly recommend that if you are sitting down and relaxing, we're drinking our drinks, so go grab a drink, whatever that may be, kick, pick, kick back, relax, and let's talk about time travel. Hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> it's so good to see you all. I miss you. I miss you too. How are how are you? How's everything going? Wow. Well, we've been so busy at the shop. We need you to come back and you yes. work approximately 27 hours a day at the knitting. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. I can juggle that, I think. Let's do it. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Well, do we want to kick off with like what's on our needles? Yeah. All right. Bina, you want to lead the pack? Um, so I am knitting on my poncho still from last time. And I kind of put that down for this week because I started knitting a second pair of slippers for the class that's coming up because Natalie and I are going to be recording a lot of videos this Saturday. And I have to I want to try to be ready on one slipper for one spot and the other slipper for another spot so we can do two recordings this week. And then I'll catch up for next week. So we'll see how that goes. But slippers and poncho. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) It's so funny because the way we need to record the videos is kind of like the way they do things for cooking shows. So I feel like I have like four stockings at different points just so that we can like record videos. (laughs) I mean, I needed all four stockings, but I mean, this way we can do it all. Bam, bam, bam. It's kind of fun because then you're you're like edging towards being done on some of them and you have ones already being started. So I'm having a good time. (laughs) Good. I am so like, that's so amazing. I've never even thought about that. Like if I ever do things like more than... It requires multiple pieces, like the color block. Yeah. I finish square five of one, and then I do square five of two. But that is such a great idea of having multiple, and then at various various yeah. stages, especially as we're creating videos for the actual yeah, like platform. from our side of things, it makes it a little bit easier going forward. Cool. And then you're further along with each of the projects than you thought you were. Yeah, it's great. Cool. All right. So is it my turn? Yeah. Okay, so on my needles right now, well, at home, I'm working on my poncho too. Mm-hmm. And I finished the front this week. I'm working on the back, which is so relaxing. And I'm going to just, I will have it done. My goal is to have it done and wear it on October 15th. Actually, most of the class is on target for that also. Nice. So it's very exciting. Um, but sitting here in front of me today, I have been knitting a lot at the shop, like when I'm doing class and, and observing. I can pick up my knitting. So I have a pair of heel tab socks going, which I absolutely love. They're in the finish zone of the toe. And then I'm working on chair socks. <laughs> can I tell you, I'm hooked. I love them. <laughs> they are so fun. You can knit one in less than 30 minutes. Ed and I went for, we were out in the car doing something or other the other day and he was driving and I got in the car, cast it on. And before we even got to where we were going, I was done one. So awesome. our whole house of chairs and tables is going to have socks on it. Are they are they color coordinated or is it just random? So they're random. Well, no, I'm doing red and green. Oh, good. So um, for Christmas, 
So oh, I like that idea. I have one red set, I have one green set, and then I'm going to do like red and mix green. And mix them up. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so the class was yesterday, and Gusty was on the class, and she just used some yarn that she had at home. It's a great way to use up leftovers. Yeah. And she was using a multicolored yarn in itself, and they looked really pretty too. Mm -hmm. So yeah. yeah, so that's what's on my needles right now. That's definitely a good way to finish up. And the whole red and green for Christmas, it's just like a cute little touch of decor because y'all know how I don't like Christmas, and I still refuse to get a Christmas tree. I don't care how old I am or where I am in life. It doesn't matter. Um, but I like the chair socks idea. Yeah. Well, you know, we're the same. Ed and I do very little decorating for the holidays for Christmas. We, we put up basically two things, our Christmas stockings for my mom and our um, nativity, mm -hmm. um, which I just love. That was, I bought that the first year we were married. So it's just like, like special thing. But anyway, but I thought, well, then chair socks will finish it all off. Yeah, I like chair it. socks. So I yeah, like there you go. All right, that's mine. Natalie, what's your needles? Oh, just, you know, six stockings. <laughs> different spots. <laughs> no, it's actually been really good because, like, sometimes some of the motifs are a little bit more, because I'm doing a lot of things I've, like, kind of created myself in Excel. Um, some of them are a little bit more complex than others, so if I don't feel like doing that, I can go to one of the easier ones. Or, like, if I don't feel like doing a heel, I can go to one that I don't have to do that. Um, but I am far behind where I wanted to be because I didn't bring my knitting on like my trip this weekend, which was stupid because I had plenty of time that I didn't think I was going to have to knit. Um, and I should know better than to leave the house without my knitting at this point in life. But here we are. Um, <laughs> All right. and I just want to say that picture of the Aaron hat, we posted it on Facebook and my mom is on Facebook and she immediately told me that she needs two of them. So I'm going to have to add those to my list too. Because she wants one in red and one in blue. I thought I saw another request for them from you too, Natalie, for somebody else in the family as well. So yeah. yeah. I think so. I think my aunt. So maybe I have to add three of them to my list. Oh, yeah, no. By the way, quick question before we go to Stephanie. Um, those designs that you're making, do you think someday you'll publish those? That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I have a few. I mean, some of them I am just kind of doing like sports logos. So. I, we can definitely take a look at it together. I'd be down for that. Yeah. For Christmas stocking, so. yeah. Not in my world. That's not Christmas stocking approved. <laughs> Me neither. Sorry. <laughs> Your classic Christmas, Stephanie. <laughs> Red, green, gotta do it. Oh, no orange or black here. <laughs> um, so I also went away this weekend, and I remembered my knitting, but I forgot my magic loop needles so i went to do my tell on my christmas stocking that i've been working on thinking i was going to finish up my christmas stocking this mm -hmm. weekend and i get to the tell and i didn't have stitch markers which i've used my wedding rings before what? um whatever. <laughs> that's my favorite thing i've ever heard oh, that's the best so <laughs> i was gonna make that work until i realized i didn't have my magic loop and i couldn't make oh. that work but Thankfully, I brought a backup knitting project, and I switched to my poncho, yes! and <laughs> I separated for the sleeve for my poncho, and I am, like, working the body right now, and I That's awesome. should be done before, you know, 2022, so <laughs> a lot of knitting done, and it was awesome. We were up in the Poconos, 
and it was chilly and it was perfect knitting weather. Awesome. So, yay. You need to get that done because you're going to see Katie wearing in person. You're gonna I know. Yours. I'm going to be so you're jealous. Be jealous. Yeah. And then the other good news is that the Christmas stocking is at the toe. So I just have the toe left and the heel. Then I can block them, put their names on them. Um, beg my mother-in-law, not beg, I shouldn't say that. She's very giving. Ask my mother-in-law to um, do the liners for me. So, um, so getting close there. And then my poncho got that much closer this weekend because I had uninterrupted knitting time, and that was glorious. Yes. That's awesome. Great. All right. So do you guys want to jump into our topic of time travel? Okay. Yeah, what is that? No. <laughs> so when I read it, okay, I just want to draw a narrative here. I was watching Outlander, which is a show about time travel, and I get the email for the podcast, and I opened it, and it was like, top time travel. And I was like, this can't be coincidence, right? Like, how did they know? Yeah, we know everything. We know it all there, Natalie. We can read your like, mind. Yeah, we can read what you're reading right now. <laughs> or you're, like, in my Netflix. Like, what has she been watching, you know? That is a crazy coincidence, though. And I didn't even think about that. But, yeah, that is Time Traveler also. Mm -hmm. I didn't think about that. And the knitwear in that show is incredible. So I was like, it just makes sense on so many levels, you know, that I would be watching this. And then the knitting shop comes to tell me that the podcast is about time travel. Absolutely. It's great. It was meant to be. Yep. That's how things happen sometimes. I kind of think that's neat. That what's that called? Synchronicity? When things yeah. just kind of come together unexpectedly, but yet they seem like they needed to come together. Yeah. We like that. All right. Well, I don't want to go first because I don't know my answer yet. <laughs> All right. Should we go from the opposite end of the alphabet? I'm ready. Yes. All right. All right. All right. So for me, it would be the 1950s purely because I love a poodle skirt. I oh, think I feel that. they are so stinking cute. <laughs> and then the shoes with the black and the white, like, Saddle shoes. Thank you. Yeah. Love them. Yeah. Every, I, I try not to go to Halloween before October, but every Halloween, I was a poodle skirt girl. I never changed up what I wanted to be. Never. And so that's always been my, my go-to outfit. I just, I love the look of a big poodle skirt and oh, that's what I'm sticking with. I don't, I'm not really big on history of my knowledge. So going into what the world looked like at that point i don't know but the fashion is on point you're right yeah. about that i love the fashion of the 50s mm -hmm. yeah. if you ever need a poodle skirt there might be one in my parents closet upstairs because i had one and it was bright pink and it has a poodle on it it was and did the poodle what? have like really cool leash did it have like a little I, piece of jewelry I, from it that sure I vaguely remember wearing it for a dance it was like a 50th anniversary so I don't know I, I don't <laughs> my mom will tell me that I'm wrong next time I see her but I vaguely remember wearing it to some sort of a dance party and it's probably still in the closet of my and parents the dance house. moves back then yes yeah. so cool I they wish I could do that with my hands and yes. jive like be sure to go home and watch Grease, doesn't right? it? Right? No, yeah. it doesn't want to make me go home and watch Grease. And, you know, <laughs> the, like, the style, well, the style was one thing, the, the dancing, the, the mm -hmm. hand movement. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like, 
girls like styled their hair that with makeup. You know, it was there was a look to it. There was a real yeah, style. Such a classic yeah. look. Yeah. I love it. That's what I would go back to simply for the outfits. It, it's um Greece, Sandra Sandra D. Is it Sandra, Sandra D, Sandra yeah. D. yeah. Yeah. Ponytail and mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, Natalie, we're going backwards today. Yeah, what about you? So I don't know what you guys can correct me. I think it's the sixties, but whenever Audrey Hepburn was doing her thing, that's when I would want to go back to. And probably Paris. I'd pick Paris always. Um, strictly because of the clothes. I just think everything was elegant and elevated then. And I mean, you know, in like couture, yeah. I think it was my favorite. And I love those little pillbox hats. I want one. Oh, they were also very <laughs> yeah. cute. Yeah, it was, everything was put together. Everything mm -hmm. was like, everything was kind of put together. There mm -hmm. was a whole look there. And speaking of Audrey Hepburn, I mean, yeah, and that was the, the period of, like, women wore clothes that were fitted. You know, there was darts involved in them. Yes. So that, I'm always afraid yeah. that, like, how we change our world um, to wear things that have no structure to them. And mm -hmm. yet, women then, I mean, they were, they could be large in scale, but because they had fitted garments on, they always looked amazing. Mm -hmm. like, the whole look. And they could wear gloves whenever they wanted because my hands are always cold. So I'm always like, I wish I could wear like even silk gloves. I feel like would offer me some sort of coverage. It wouldn't be yeah. weird. Yeah. And I wouldn't have to like, it would be normal for me to be that dressed up on a daily basis. Yeah. 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 They were probably so uncomfortable in everything they wore, but they sure didn't look good. So it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's, that's what really matters yeah it's, it's a little painful to be beautiful oh well <laughs> all right so my time travel is also going back this is interesting none of us are looking forward we're all looking back and my time travel would be to about the well probably about the 50s and the 60s mostly the 60s and like I think Ed and I could be my parents sometimes I just mm. he well have you ever noticed Ed does sort of dress like he's in the 60s, you know, yes, he's he yeah. very dapper. Yeah, he's a dapper. Yeah, he's definitely dapper. And I just, I like that whole mid century modern. That's how we just restyled our house. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, so I think we would definitely be myself, and I think I would come with me. We would be in the 50s because of the, the style and the decor. And, you know, I think too, just the rhythm of life. It, mm -hmm. it, you know, they had their hard times then too, but things were just so simpler. They really, really were. I hate to go there, but they were simpler. So um, that's kind of who we are. So yeah, mine would be the the sixties, late fifties, early sixties, for all those reasons. Okay, okay so Brianna, you're gonna be futuristic. I'm not, but it is funny that we're talking about all these decades you know, in the recent 100 years, um, it's, it's hard to look into the future and like, where would you go in the future? What would that even look like? I can't even imagine like what tomorrow is going to be, let alone like 50 years from now. I just, I don't know. So I like to look back into the past because I, I think that I was born in the very wrong decade. And I would like to go back to the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
the fashion definitely um i like the like furniture style and just like that 70s look and the music too i mean the music it is definitely the first thing that i thought of like i could rock out to some 70s bands so that's right that's exactly why i was thinking that you just <laughs> were going to say that but it's the 70s because your your music you have such uh, your your music sense is the same as Ed's yeah and your dad's and everything like that which mm -hmm. is I think really really cool that mm -hmm. you you know that era of music um it's really neat to know appreciate rock and roll um in that when it was they did have some good music back then mm -hmm. yeah and it was so everything was so new and so original then when it mm -hmm. came to music like yeah music now and I mean, there's some great music it's nowadays, horrible absolutely no <laughs> it's poppy and it all sounds the same yeah Is that, am i crazy or no um, you're absolutely right i was actually just um on spotify earlier because i signed up for the premium spotify account which you it's like ten dollars a month but i was like i don't have to use my data and I can listen to any music on there without any commercials or interruption. And so I've been looking to like add to my list of favorite songs because I feel like the last couple of weeks I've been listening to the same four songs and they just all happen to be Pink or 21 Pilots. Like, and there, there is no diversity right now. So I was in there like looking for new songs to favorite and I was going back to the 70s because the bands that are out right now that like they have songs on the radio that i like if you listen to their other songs it's the same song like it's just yeah. different words the same tune it's not it's not different yeah and everything in the 70s was so new and it all sounded so original to each band and so different you know speaking of music and because that really marks periods well too as far as you know time mm -hmm. um my mom used to always say this. So I it was basically a, a 70s also for music, 70s and 80s, but didn't appreciate it nearly as much as I know you do and I know my husband does. Um, but I enjoyed it. But my mm -hmm. mom, she would listen to our music of that and she'd go, how do how you young people yeah. fall in love? Because <laughs> the music from the 50s was much more dreamier and you, mm -hmm. you got to you know hold on to your partner and dance. And she'd always be like, how do you all fall? How do you young people ever fall in love? And it's funny because as I'm sitting here thinking that the '70s was so great, how do you? How do you young people dance nowadays? I'm not really and sure. Karen is the only way young people fall in love to music anymore. He's the only person that writes music that you can slow dance to. I feel like at this point, it's still like a good slow dance. Oh, well, so yeah. anyway. All right. Well, we're all going back in time then. Yeah. '50s, '60s, '70s. Shocking. We work at a knitting shop and we're old school. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're all a little bit different though. I mean, we have our different reasons <laughs> and there. different tastes. But you, Brody, you made a really a good comment. To, you know, a comment that's really thought provoking on this too is not to get, not to get sad on this, but we don't know what the future looks like. Well, nobody ever knows what the future looks no. like. Nobody ever does. But for some reason, I think right now, until we go a little bit further out of all this it is kind of like yeah. a little bit like daunting to try to think about i mean i'm sure that because i i do this all the time i'm very like idealistic in my thinking so when when i do think about like the future i have a picture of what i want it to be like but i have to kind of like stop myself because 
you don't, you don't know what's going to happen. So things might not turn out the way that you're thinking they will. So it's, it's a little, um, I guess it, it's not helpful to think into the future in that way. Yeah. Although now speaking, just to take it back for one more second there with everything we've adapted to, especially in these last few months, mm -hmm. like I do love what the futuristic, not that the futuristic, but what our current thing is like, yeah. so so living in the 50s would be great as long as I could have my smartphone. No. <laughs> <laughs> I need my technology. Yeah. <laughs> smartphone that takes pictures like it does so I don't have to wait to go to the photo mat to get my films developed. Yeah. Um, so things like that. But um, I have to say like the futuristic component of potential like with what tools we have now is yeah. pretty amazing. It's, it is cool to think like how crazy would it be if this happened in the future? Like how far can technology take us and like what really good things can come out of what we're dealing with right now or like the changes that we're making in the shop even. Like I, I've been thinking every day like, oh, where, where's the shop gonna be in a couple of years yeah. with all these new good changes? Pretty amazing. So, that, so there are some really like things that you think about the future you go, the potential is unlimited. It mm -hmm. really is. And then when I think of the future, I always think of Jane Jensen. In fact, I think, did I mention her last week on our call too? When I we, think you did. I think I did. Yeah. We were talking about walking the dog. Yes. Um, Astro. But yeah, I go, this looks pretty exciting to me too. So. Yeah. Yeah. Flying cars would be great. I'm pretty sure there's a prototype for like a hover car. I, I might have seen it. I might have dreamed it. I'm not sure because I haven't slept in a week. So. I think, I think you're right, though. I do think that there's something out there that's going to be yeah. like something that moves us in a whole new way. So, well, I saw a meme that said, um, I think it's a meme. I don't really know. I'm not up on my technology of what this would be called, but that anyone in 2015 who answered the question, where do you see yourself in five years, got it wrong because nobody saw us here in 2020 like this so it's one of those reminders of like you can dream all you want but reality is in five years none of us really know where we're yeah. going to be <laughs> yeah it's pretty funny you got it wrong, <laughs> got it wrong. Yeah. nobody got that one right <laughs> all right well, that was a fun chat boy yeah. So is Natalie there with us? Yeah, I am. Sorry, I was on mute because the train went by and I forgot to unmute myself. Um, so that's awesome. I'm glad we're all old school. It makes me happy. <laughs> Feels right, though. Um, yeah, now. Yeah, pillbox hats. Um, so do, are there any updates we need to talk about, about the shop? Anything new, exciting, fun? Well, we did. So um, our online store is up and running. Um, we do have several of our like cornerstone workhouse yarns available to shop online on our website, groundlythenatedcorner.com. Um, we have options for curbside pickup or shipping just in case we have um, some non-local folk who need it shipped to them. We're happy to do that. Um, and we are working on adding um, more and more of our in-store inventory onto our online store. The next step I think we talked about is our needle collection. Um, we are going to be doing that next. So just keep an eye out, um, you know, check back to our shop, on our online store um, every week and you might see some new things, who knows? 
Um, and then the other thing is we have a yarn tasting coming up for Calborn Woolens. Um, it's, Calborn is a, it's actually a local yarn manufacturer um, based out of Philadelphia. And we have carried some of their yarn in the past and they have a yarn tasting kit. So we actually ordered it and it's in the shop right now. So we're in the, in the works of putting it all together so we can have an event. Um, I, I think we locked in a date. I don't want to say it, but we will be sending out updates on that ASAP um, because it is coming up soon. So if you're interested in doing another yarn tasting with us, we've done two in the past, or if you're new to it and want to try out some new yarns, um, just make sure you're checking your emails and checking our social media pages for that. Love it. Exciting stuff. I think for right now, those are the two biggies, right? Yeah, all right, so I guess we can wrap it up then. Um, so thank you all for listening. If you liked what you heard today, please feel free to leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcast. So on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, um, or Anchor, uh, or Spotify, if you can do that on Spotify. Um, and am I missing anything? I think it's time to find off, right? Yeah, I think it is too. <laughs> thank you. All right. See you guys. Bye.